debate on whether cheerleading qualifies as a sport is ongoing. There is no doubt, however, that cheerleaders are athletes. In the Cheer Athlete Podcast, we'll dive into all things that may affect athletes who cheer. If you're interested in the sport of cheer, then this is a podcast for you. We'll talk with industry leaders and cheer enthusiasts who keep the sport of cheerleading progressing. I'm your host, Laura Turner, a.k.a. The Cheer PG, and I look forward to helping keep your your athletes healthy and safe and on the mat, ready to progress and hit zero at all times. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Cheer Athlete. Uh, Today, we're going to dive into all things cheerleading and Specifically, we're going to talk about college cheerleading and what does it take to become a college cheerleader or what to expect when you're cheering in college. First off, I'm Laura Turner. If you don't know me, I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I cheered all through my college career uh, at Northeastern University in Boston. Um, when I went to school, I when I left high school, I had no thoughts that I was going to continue cheerleading in college. I... Um, I didn't make my senior year team, which was a major um, disappointment for me uh, when I was in high school. And so I thought I was done with cheerleading. And one of my friends asked me to go and join her as she was cheering at my a friend I met freshman year. She's like, come on, it's it's fun. It's easy. So I went and watched a few practices and I had never really seen a full on co-ed team. We had boys on my high school team. And we did some really fun things, but this was like, they were tossing girls in the air. They were building two and a half high pyramids. It was so cool. And they were so super nice. I loved my, the team. Uh, I loved every year that I was at Northeastern. Um, so I tried out the following year for the following football season. Um, and so from sophomore year through my senior, through my junior year, I ended up in Northeastern for six years. And I'll tell you that story a little bit later on, but um, so it was great. It was the most, I'm so happy that I cheered in college. It changed everything about my life. I made best friends who I still keep in touch with. Now we have reunions, not as often as we'd like, but as often as we can, um, we, it, it really just, it, it helped embrace, helped me get used to being in front of a crowd and being able to talk to people, which I think is important life skill. So I encourage all cheerleaders to, if, to look at the college program that they are going at and maybe and join because even if you don't do co- uh, competi- competitive cheer, you may still want to do sideline cheer, which is so much fun. I was at, it was a one double program for football and it was a division one basketball program. Um, and it's just, you know, we got to travel, you get to see the crowds on the sideline. It's just, it's a blast. Um, so I encourage every cheerleader to do this. There are some differences, obviously, between just game day and collegiate or and competitive. Um, and you have to decide what you want to do. It definitely takes a lot of commitment to be on either one. And people may say that sideline cheer doesn't require as much skill as competitive cheer. But I'm going to beg to different. I, I did both at Northeastern. And this was a long time ago, probably when you guys were born, if you're a cheer parent listening to me. Um, so, you know, things have definitely changed and I think it's only gotten more uh, time commitment. And so I I Googled uh, five different tips and I'm going to throw in my own tips along the way as we go. So the first one that, that, uh, the, Google, that, that the Google said, <laughs> it's my age right there. Uh, first thing you need to do, 
build endurance. This goes for any cheer program. If you're a cheer athlete looking to cheer in college or looking to up your game and move up to another level, you need to build your endurance. I'm going to add in, you need to build some strength also, because if you don't have the strength, you can't, if you're a flyer, you may be a middle person at a collegiate level. So you need to build that strength and endurance. If you're on the sidelines of a football game, that's four hours. If you're in a competition practice and routine, your practices can be four hours in one session. It's it's very like high school cheer and, and all-star cheer, but it's even that much more intense, especially as you start to get ready for competition season and and camps and all that. So it's all day. You have to have the endurance. Endurance building activities, you know, you might do some HIIT workouts. You might do some cardiovascular running or uh, biking, swimming. All of that's going to help to build your endurance. And then just doing the routine over and over again to help you build that. So doing that on your own is important to help get you ready to cheer in college. Um, master your skills. As you become a collegiate cheerleader, you know, you need to have solid stunting skills, solid tumbling. Your motions need to be sharp. You need to work on your jumps. All of these need to be, uh, you know, keep working perfection. Now, there's room for error. Um, this is when I was in college. One year, my actually, so I cheered my freshman year for football. No, my, sorry, my sophomore year for football. And then I didn't make the basketball team. We had two separate cheerleaders for winter and, and fall. So I didn't make that basketball team because I didn't put the effort in to learn the dance well enough. And quite honestly, my jumps were subpar um, and, and I wasn't all that solid in my stunting. The good thing in there is I worked really hard at it. The following tryouts came around. I knew I wanted to be on the team again. And I worked really hard to improve my skills and uh, and stand out more. And I had to get over my fear of like, in, in our tryouts, we had uh, we would go up with two people and perform a dance and a cheer and then do our stunts and our jumps and tumbling. And, you know, to get over your fear of sitting in front of a panel of judges is, is scary when you're a shy person at the time. So I had to get over that so that I could put myself out there and show my coach that that's what I wanted. So if you want something bad enough, you can do it. You Maybe your skills are not going to be getting you to the elite partner stunt championship, but you can be solid and make first place on your tryout team. If you put the work in, if you get your motion sharp, if you learn the material and you really know it and you put the extra time in for practicing for stunting back in the day, we were able to stunt on our own when our coaches weren't there. So we would frequently go out and practice in the, in the quad um, or in the gym, if you know, find a, a racquetball court and just go practice on our own. Today, you can't do that. It's not okay. You need to have the coach supervision. It's it's a safety issue. And um, that is what it is. So, so do follow the rules. But see if you can find time with your coach or your assistant coach to go have some extra stunting practice or tumbling practice. Get yourself to an all-star gym if you need to so that you can get that practice in. If you do the work, you'll make the team and you'll stand out and you'll keep going. Um time management. This is a huge one. And this is what I was referring to earlier. So Northeastern is a five-year school and we have a co-op program. And uh, so I didn't cheer my freshman year and I cheered my sophomore year, my middler year, which is our third year. And then I thought that partying and hanging out with my friends was more important than my studies. And I didn't do so well in two of my classes and I had to repeat them the following year. So I had to take, because they were only offered in the fall, I had to take off a semester um, and 
Luckily, I was still able to cheer um, and I was able to do co-op. So I got great experience and it helped me realize that, hey, I do want to do this and I want to be a physical therapist. And I pushed myself to get my grades back. And I, so that gave me that extra year. So I had a second middle year and then my junior year and then my senior year, I decided I think I'm done. I do regret that. Don't quit. I, I quit because I was going away for a clinical, which I could have done in Boston. And I met a guy who that ended up working out well because I married him and we're still together. But, you know, I, I gave up a little bit of what I really loved. So I do regret that I didn't cheer that fifth year, but I get four solid years of cheerleading in that Northeastern and I, and it's still, obviously it's still part of my heart, but had I managed my time better, had I not gone out and partied, had I really looked at when my, my tests were put more effort in during the week, manage the time between, between when you're at practice and games, the a big thing with college cheer that I, I'm not sure everybody realized when I was coaching, I don't know that that people realize as much coming in is that cheerleaders at college are really ambassadors for the school. You are at other events, pep rallies, um, school, like welcome committees. Sometimes you have to cheer women's basketball games, or sometimes you go on a hockey at a hockey game. You want to do that because that's fun. It's exciting for your school, but you also, it takes time and it takes time away from your practice. So then you have extra practices and it takes time for your studies. And first and foremost, you're in school. You're in school to get your degree and you're, you need to do the work. So, yes, like me, you can take extra time. You only have so long on the cheer floor. This may sound controversial to parents, but I wouldn't trade those that time on the cheer mat for anything. And I would always take that extra year because I don't get that time back. But I almost failed out of school and didn't get my degree because I didn't put the work in. So you need to manage your time. You need to know when to say no to going out at night, when to go to the library or be in your room and shut things off and get down uh, to your studies so that you get your, your schoolwork done because that's the primary focus of being in school. Um, biggest thing for me on, is, uh, for tip number four is you know your team. Hopefully, if you cheered in high school or pop from Pop Warner on, if you're an all-star, you've really made some good bonds with your teammates. This is hugely important because there are going to be times, again, with time management and that you may have to be at school during holiday breaks. Frequently, I, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving or I, I would go always go home for the Christmas holiday, but I'd be back there for New Year's because we had practice because when I was competing, we competed in Dallas, we could be NCA in Dallas in like January 4th, something crazy like that. Um, and so much better in, in Daytona now in April. It's like, that's the best time. But you have to be there through those holidays. And so my teammates and I, we would have our holiday dinners together. We would be together through practice, after practice. In the summertime, we'd get back, we'd come back for camps and we would go to the beach together. They end up being your closest friends and you have to find that bond with them. Even today, I can tell you every single person on my team, we would have each other's back. We would support each other. We would encourage each other. If one of us is going through something, we're going to be there to, to support each other and hold each other up because those are the bonds you make for life. You, you can keep those bonds from your high school teams and hopefully you do. 
But those college moments, because you're going, you're away from your family, you are, you're away at holidays, you're struggling to be, you know, to keep your schedule together, to eat right together, you know, and if you're eating dorm food, or maybe we, what do we have? We had Taco Bell. That was our big one on campus. Um, you know, or the food trucks and Reese's peanut butter cups and, and Diet Cokes and learning together, like, Hey, this is not how we have to eat. We have to start to eat a little better. So we have the energy, get that salad instead of um, salad with the chicken and the turkey, instead of just the Reese's peanut butter cups, which I loved for breakfast. Not so good. Um, so, you know, build those team relationships. That's the, for me, besides stunting, which I miss immensely team relationships was the most important aspect of cheering. A lot of times you're with your team more than you can be with the friends you meet in the dorm. My closest friend right now is still my, I met freshman year. She lived down the hall from me and we've been best friends since. Um, but she, and she was involved. She was involved in the, uh, like we would be in the same circles, but she wasn't on my team. Um, beyond that, it's all my cheer friends. Um, some of my PT friends, but those cheer friends, we were together all the time and they're going to be your closest friends. They end up like siblings. Sometimes you just need to walk away from them because they are going to annoy you like your sibling does. And then they're going to have your back like your sibling does too. So form those relationships. The other benefit of that, because you know them in and out, because you are best friends with them and siblings with them, you end up trusting them. So if you're trying something new and you're getting tossed into a basket that you haven't tried before and you're it's a, if it's a co-ed team and it's and you've been an all, on an all girl team you're going to go higher than you have and you want to know for certain that they're going to catch you because of the relationships that you build with them you you trust them immensely and the same goes with your coaches because of the work that your coaches put in and the time that they spend with you and the time that they spent pushing you and teaching you and being a role model for you end up being your closest friends and you have the best relationships there. And then you can trust them to lead you in the right direction when you need to. Uh, and the last tip that Google came up with, um, you know, em embrace the mental game. Uh, and I 100% agree with this one. Um, it is a mental game. You know, there's a lot of, uh, you've got your schoolwork, you've got all the events that are on campus, you've got your game day, Sometimes you'll have a football game in the in the afternoon and a basketball game at night. Maybe you have a men's basketball game in the afternoon and a women's basketball game at night or the reverse or Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it, it takes a lot. It's a it's a big toll. And you're trying things that are maybe new to you. We're always trying to push the limit. And so those activities, you know, they can be challenging. You can get really down. Uh, it's hard to be away from your family and you're not going to have your mom right there saying, you know, it's okay. You got this. So you've got to find a way inside you to, to, to push yourself forward, to, to know that you can make it through. Now, thank goodness we have text, we have phones. You can call your mom. And when you need your, when you need your parents, they're going to be there. When you need your siblings, they're going to be there. But you have to also find it within yourself. You've got to have that mindset that tells you when you don't make the team one year and you really want to do it or you fail out, you almost fail out and you really want to be that physical therapist, but you also want to keep cheering. You've got to find it in you to keep pushing forward, to play that, to play that mind game, knowing that you have the ability to do it. My mom always said, you can do anything you put your mind to. 
And I fully believe that you can do anything that you put your mind to. You just have to put the work in and you have to do it. Find some time, at, you know, you start and this is all stuff you can start doing now. Find that time to meditate a little bit. Reflect on what was good and what was what needed work during your day, whether it be a practice or at school. Um, find some time to just sit and breathe. I tell my clients right now, like, you know, what? a lot of my clients have kids and their they're moms, like go in the bathroom, shut the door and just let yourself breathe for five minutes because that's super important. You need to find that time to just let your body chill. Let the angst of practice of a hard organic chemistry test um, and all the angst of drama of being around other people, let that go for five minutes and just reconnect with yourself. Find the time to take care of you in the process. These are great life tips for anyone. It's I think they're super important for for, co- for cheering in college. And it, if you're a parent listening to this or a coach, start to teach your kids now how to care for themselves, how to take some time, how to do their own time management, because you're not going to be there for them when they're in college. How to eat right uh, and build that endurance. You start building those layers now, all the rest of the pieces will fall in place. And the other takeaway, if you don't make a team like me try again maybe maybe it just wasn't the right time maybe you had to find your friendships outside of cheer and find things that you love outside of cheer because for as much as cheer takes on our lives there is a whole world outside of cheer so find that time and uh and try to embrace that and maybe you decide you don't want to go back to cheer and you're just loving life anyways and that's totally cool. You'll always have your memories from before and you you know that you've done it. And if you decide, hey, no, I miss it. I want to do it. There are options. There are all-star options now everywhere, which is amazing. And go try. If you didn't do it the first time, put yourself out there. Put yourself in that coach's face in a good and polite, respectful, and a learning way. And you can you, you never know what's going to happen. You can always be part of the team. We all, we, I think as uh, cheer coaches, we always want uh, managers because we don't usually have managers and somebody to be there and just be around the team, be part of the team that helps us and keeps us organized is huge. Or maybe you start coaching. So there's, there's a lot of ways that you can stay involved in the cheer world if you decide or, or the choice is made for you to not cheer in college. But if you make it, I hope that you put yourself out there And if you don't make it and you want to go back, put yourself out there, do the work, get your conditioning, learn the skills, learn how to manage your time, put all your ducks in a row and keep pushing forward because you got this. Have a great week. uh, And don't forget when in doubt, breathe it out. Take life one step at a time. And as my friend Drew Kelleher said, you're responsible for your own vibes. Go get the day. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Cheer Athlete. If you enjoyed it, please remember to like, share, and review because when you do that, it reaches more people. And if you have any comments, please leave them below. I look forward to having an ongoing discussion. To access our free guides for the, from the Cheer PT, we have a healthy day, seven day cheerleading challenge and a uh, healthy fit cheer, which will help you improve your jumps and your tumbling. And then the 10 top ways to prevent cheerleading injuries along with our concussions, uh, 
uh, concussion interview series. Any of these free guides you can find available in the links below. And uh, you know, if you have any questions, please reach out. You can always reach us at www.movebetterllc.com. Have a great day, live life without deductions, and keep cheering.